This is the Joyful Weight Loss Podcast, and I'm your host, Sarah Wells, MD. Listen in each week, and I'll share from science and scriptures that encourage you in how to cultivate healthy habits so you can lose extra weight and gain more health while cultivating joy. Be sure you are following the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Now, let's dive into this week's topic. Hello and welcome back. I hope that y'all have had a great week. So today's episode, I'm going to talk about one thing that can help you know if you're aiming for the wrong goalpost in the process of improving your health and losing weight. What is a good litmus test of whether you have the right goals? So we're going to dive into that today. I'm going to tell you what I experienced that alerted me that I had mistakenly shifted my goals to the wrong goals without realizing it and how I adjusted my mindset once I figured that out. So stay tuned for that. This information is for educational and informational purposes only and solely as a self-help tool for your own use. I am not providing medical, psychological, or nutrition therapy advice. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat any health problems or illnesses without consulting your own medical practitioner. Always seek the advice of your own medical practitioner and or mental health provider about your specific health situation. For my full disclaimer, please go to www.joyfulweightloss.com forward slash disclaimer. So what if you are part of a sports team and you're running down the field, maybe playing soccer or football or something like that, and what if you accidentally aimed for the wrong goal? Not only would it be pretty embarrassing, but it would also not win you any points. And even if you did all the right drills and practice all week and your agility had been improving and your speed had been improving because you're doing all the sprint training and you're doing all the kicking skills or whatever sport you're doing. Even if you had done all the right things and you were a fantastic athlete, if you were aiming for the wrong goal during a game, you would not end up helping your team, right? Well, the same issue can occur when we aim for the wrong goals as we work toward improving our health. So, you know, what is very common culturally for many of us is that the number we weigh on the scale or maybe the clothing size that we fit into feels like it should be what our goal is. Like we should have a goal weight or a goal clothing size. Like that should be our goal is that kind of subliminal messaging we get um, from the culture and the world around us. But in reality, it's actually, it's that work we put in. It's the life that we're living, the habits that make up our life. The goal is that we would be stewarding our health in the habits that we keep every day. That is the goal. So the habits actually are our goal. The goal is not the result. So we don't want to mix up the result and the goal. Results are your waistline, your clothing size, your weight on the scale. Those are results. 
the health that you enjoy or the disease that you don't enjoy. Those are results, right? So those are things that happen as a result of making the habits our goals. So what happens when we make habits our goals is that then we get to celebrate successfully completing the process of shifting those habits. So if you have a day where you've hit all the habits you've been trying to hit, like you got in your daily walk, you drank the amount of water you wanted to drink, you um, avoided certain foods you're trying to wean yourself off of. These are habits that are your current goals. Now, depending on the person, it will depend what habits are currently your goals. But when we make the consistency in hitting these habits, the ones that we've decided to work on, when we make consistency in hitting those habits, the center of our goal setting, then we get to celebrate those goals being hit. And we can do that regardless of what we're seeing happen on the scale. Now, what does that mean about the number we see on the scale? What does that mean about this clothing size we're seeing? Well, those results are going to tell us how the habits that we've chosen are working. You know, there are results that we desire. And if over time, tracking those results, we're not seeing them heading in the direction we want them to head in, then we take the time to look at our habit goals and decide if the habit goals that we're working toward are the best habit goals for us to get us the results we want. So those those results, the, the scale numbers, you know, the clothing size, first of all, they take a while to show up. We have to measure them and think about them as in terms of data, in terms of trends. We don't attach emotional value to them if we want to be successful in shifting our habit goals to the correct ones to get the results that we desire. So if we are choosing the correct habit goals to get us the results that we desire to see, and we are consistently hitting those habit goals, it is likely that if those include that we're if we're carrying extra fat stores and we're hitting the right goals in terms of our habits every day, and we're being consistent, um, making these habit changes, then we will likely see the number in the scale go down over time. We will likely see the size of our waistline shrink over time. Um, and if we do have extra fat stores and we're making habit changes based on the desire to see those go down, then the results that we have will reveal if we're choosing and hitting the right kind of habit goals. So if those are the results that reveal whether we've chosen the right habit goals to aim for and hit, why, why is it that we shouldn't focus on those results? as being goals? Um, Well, there's several reasons. If we have made the results, accidentally made them into our goals, then we forget, you know, what happens is we forget there's a lot of variables that can impact those in the short term that are not easily controlled, especially for women. So they don't, first of all, they don't change that quickly. And, you know, most of us 
it's hard to be patient with things that don't change quickly. So we can't sit there and see this trend, this change day to day to day to day in any of those result categories, because the shifts that happen physiologically as we're losing extra fat happen over time. So it's going to impact our motivation if we're watching something that's slow versus if we're looking at day-to-day habits and examining whether we keep those habits or not. Because every single day, we could have a chance to check the box for each one of these habits, and we can see really good progress in hitting those kind of goals. Habit goals, we either hit every day or we don't hit every day. And we can really see that as progress when we hit our habit goals on a given day. We can't see visible progress as quickly if we've accidentally made the scale or our waist measurements our goal. That's why those are re- that's one reason why looking at those as results is going to benefit us because we're we're naturally impatient people and it helps us it helps us to see progress made daily. And we can watch and chart our daily progress as we watch and change and chart our daily habits. And another thing that can happen is that sometimes, because of very normal things, um, are the changes in results, the, the numbers on the scale or the clothing size, it will stall. You know, you may see dramatic change for a while, and then you may see kind of a plateau or a stall in those results. You may not see visible change on the scale. You may not see... Um, clothing changes when you put clothes on. You know, it may be that your measurements stay the same for a while, longer than you want. So when that happens, if we have accidentally made those results in our mind become the goal, then what happens is we become very frustrated during those plateaus. We become tempted to throw in the towel on all the good habits that we've been building. We might lose ground. We might end up in a cycle of, you know, where we go working really, really hard at weight loss for a while, and then we hit a plateau. And because we're focusing on those results as our goals, we give up because there's a plateau and we don't see change. And instead of going back and looking at the habits and seeing if those goals are the right habit goals and editing those or altering those to see results happen again, instead of doing that, we give up for a while. And then over time, we, we wait, you know, we kind of give up, we forget about caring about our health and stewarding our health. And we get to a point where um, then we become frustrated again, all of a sudden with our health or our lack of fitness or the extra weight that's making our life more challenging. And then we decide to go work hard at weight loss again. We go through this cycle, we work hard at weight loss, work really, really, really hard at it. And then, you know, we're focusing again, on the wrong thing, we're focusing on the results as and thinking that they're the goals. And when we hit a plateau again, we give up again, and then we go back and it goes on repeat. Um, So that cycle of working really hard at weight loss, giving up, getting uncomfortable, working really hard at weight loss, giving up, getting uncomfortable, and then repeating over and over and over happens largely for many people because we lose sight of what the actual goal is. The actual goal in stewardship of our health is that we alter our habits and make those habits in line with what supports our health, that we make decisions about food that nourish us rather than damage us, that we make decisions about movement that build our health and fitness rather than um, cultivate a loss of fitness 
um, that we make decisions about our rest and our sleep that cultivate rejuvenating our health through sleep and rest and our bodies need to reset itself and heal overnight. Um, or we run ourselves ragged and stay up too late and get social jet lag um, by um, staying busy entertaining ourselves too late at night and not getting the sleep we need. Um, so those are health stewardship habits that are our actual goals. And we can focus on those and chart those and enjoy those as progress consistently. And we can trust that in the stewardship of those health goals, in making those habits our health goals, we are honoring the way we were designed by God. And we can trust him with the results. Okay, the results will come when it's time for them to come. And we can't rush those or make those come any sooner than would be his plan and his will. And we can obey him in the health stewardship habits, make the goal being our habits and cultivating the right habits and being consistent with them, and then trust God with the results. Now, that doesn't mean we don't look at our results, interpret them, and use that information to help us decide if we have chosen the correct habit goals or if we're working on the right habit goals. That's how we make progress. That's how we learn. So anyway, that is all kind of a nutshell. I have another episode I did long, long ago at the very beginning of my podcast on um, the Game Changer episode, I think is what I called it. So you can go back and listen to that for more about setting the right kind of goals and how to use smart goals in this way, where we look at habits instead of results. Um, so but what happened? What is the one way you know? What could tell you kind of a litmus test? That, you're, that you've been aiming for the wrong goalpost. How would you know? Because it sometimes happens very quietly where our mind, we don't realize that we're thinking about our scale number, which is a result. Suddenly, we don't realize that we've actually accidentally been aiming for it as if it was the goal. What can happen to reveal that to us? Well, I will tell you that something happened to me recently where I realized um, a week or two ago, or it was last week, um, that I wasn't remembering this key reality. Um, I what I had forgotten, and I didn't realize I'd forgotten until um, this this whole thing unfolded. So let me tell you what happened. Well, if you've been listening to the last few episodes, the last three episodes, you'll know that you know I, I as I've said before over. Uh, I about you know five years ago I finished losing about ninety pounds and maintained about eighty pound I, I maintained a ninety pound weight loss for four years after that and then over the last year I realized at the end of this past year that I had slowly regained uh, about sixteen pounds and um, I realized that. And over the last few episodes, if you want to know, I kind of figured out what what was it that led to that? What kind of things happened? There were, you know, several different factors. Um, and I also reviewed what I'm doing now to get that number back down to what's a healthier weight for me um, and back into my maintenance weight. So and, you know, I've made some progress. I'm about halfway back to my normal maintenance weight. Um, but what happened, you know, what happened last week um, is I realized that I, during this process, accidentally end up ended up aiming for the wrong goalpost and didn't realize it. And the thing that told me that I had accidentally shifted my 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 mind to focus on the wrong goal was um, I hit a plateau in 
the weight loss back down. It's not an official plateau. I think official plateaus, many people will say you need to have several weeks in a row with no change. And I had maybe a week and a half with no change. And, you know, I, like I've explained, you know, in the past few weeks and previous podcasts, I monitor, I take my weight every day, uh, because that there's a lot of reasons for that, which you can go back and hear more about in previous episodes, but I check every day to kind of get a good sense of the trend in the data um, on, you know, what the scale numbers look like. And when I had a week and a half with very little scale movement, um, you know, I know logically, and I've discussed this before, it's very normal for there to be stalls, for there to be ups, for there to be downs, all within the progress of you know, successfully losing extra weight and extra fat stores. So I know logically that it's very normal. It's data. I know this means nothing that there was a week and a half with no movement. Um, And I know logically that what matters is the habit changes that I've been working on that are attainable. But in the moment of, you know, week and a half of not seeing movement on the scale, um, I got really annoyed at that non-movement of the scale one day. And I made some bad food choices afterwards. Well, I will say some unhealthy food choices afterwards. I chose the wrong kind of foods, which I won't tell you. I won't say them, so I don't make you think about them and then, you know, lead, lead you to go after them. But um, And then I ate too much of them, which, you know, if you're choosing a processed food, it's extremely easy to overeat the processed food. In fact, it's unusual to eat a normal, you know, okay amount of it. In fact, you know, that's very hard to do because it's designed to make us overeat. So I overate some unhealthy, not so good for me processed stuff. Um, And after I ate it, and it wasn't on my food plan for the the day, you know, I didn't decide ahead, oh, I'm going to have this food I don't normally have. And I'm going to enjoy it. No, I just impulsively went ahead and ate it. Um, And I didn't actually feel better about anything afterwards, which I'm sure does not surprise you. Um, I still felt frustrated. So then, you know, I I went, you know, this is the time for me to go sit down and do kind of a brain dump and write things out on paper and try to figure out what happened in my head that led to that. I knew that I had something I needed to learn. Um, and journaling through what I'd been thinking leading up to it and journaling through, you know, what I was thinking, I, I realized at that point that I had subconsciously lost sight of the real goalpost, and I was aiming for the wrong goalpost. In my head, the goalpost had accidentally become the scale. And so because I had made that scale the goalpost, I was very frustrated with a week and a half of no movement, which is absurd, right? So I then realized I need to go look back and see how I'm doing at my actual goals, because my actual goals are the habit changes. So One thing I had that was super helpful, as I mentioned before, is that I have a chart where I'm checking off all of the habit goal changes I'm making. I have a kind of a checklist chart uh, where I have columns for each goal and I have a day for each day of the week and I check off within each day which of the goals I hit that day or which habit goals I hit. So I took that chart out and I looked over it and I saw that I have done a really great job. not perfect, but a really great job of hitting a whole lot of habit goals. You know, really, really lots of days where I could check off sleep, lots of days where I checked off the workouts that I had planned, lots of days that I did eat according to the plan that I'd written out. Um, 
And that was really exciting. I started to feel better because I saw, oh, wait a minute. If I actually look at the goals that I've set, I'm actually hitting the goals I set. Um, And that was very encouraging. Um, So the scale and the extra weight coming off will follow in its time. And, you know, I actually realized I was getting near the end of that particular chart being filled, which meant that it was time to make a new chart. So I am excited to say that I then set up my new chart for the next um, few weeks and, you know, looked at my habit goals, decided what I wanted to keep doing, if there were any that I needed to alter or change. And I listed all those out on one column and at the days of the week that I'm going to chart those out and I'm filling up a new habit goal chart. And I have reset my eyes on those habit goals as being what I'm aiming for. And so, you know, that really helps. Um, Also in this incident, I went back through the steps that remind me that I'm not after perfection. Um, You know, when I first lost my weight, I didn't lose it by being perfect in my eating all the time. I had times where I got off track. I had mess ups. Um, This particular event last week, that overeating of some foods I didn't plan that weren't good for me, that one experience did not have to derail me completely. And thankfully, it didn't. Um, You know, a few years ago, before I was successful in losing a lot of weight, I, when this kind of thing would happen, I became derailed for days or weeks at a time after an event like this. But I am so thankful that I've now come to a place where if I get off track, I can get back on track pretty quickly, you know, maybe after just an hour or so, maybe right away. Uh, It used to be it took days or weeks, like I said. But what I've learned is that taking the time to look for what I need to learn from that time where I go off track, what am I need? What do I need to learn? What can I gain? What is it that I was believing that wasn't actually true? And then what is it that I actually do need to believe? And then taking the time to write it all out to journal about that, Um, This is what helps me reframe my mind and glean insight that can help me move forward. I am working and praying toward being able to steward my health in the best way that I can. And I'm I'm trusting God to with the results. And, you know, sometimes when I get off track, I have to rethink how I'm looking at everything and rethink the thoughts I'm having about this process. Um, And what that does is um, helps me remind myself of what's true, which is that um, I do not have to be perfect in any of this, that there's grace that covers all these things, and also that I can be concerned with obedience to stewardship of my health and the habit goals that I set and trust God with the results. Um, And they are coming in time. So basically, the litmus test that kind of woke me up that I was looking at the wrong thing as being a goal was that stall on the scale. So if you find yourself in a situation where you're not seeing results, where you're not seeing the scale movement, you're not seeing changes in your size, and you're giving up on your habit goals, you're giving up on your plan, on your efforts because of that, then it's very likely that you need to re-examine what you have made your goal. And you need to take a step back and look at that because that is something that for many, many people, when we shift our goal to being the process, when we shift our goal to being the habits we're building, a lot of things shift and help us move forward in terms of seeing progress and getting towards those results. And to the point where you reach what feels like success, which would be reaching a situation where you feel that you've um, 
gotten to the point where you can have long-term enjoyment of the food and the exercise, um, along with maximizing your health. Um, and if you go too far in pushing the time frame of this, if you become impatient, you may find that you will overly restrict and either don't eat enough or, or you exercise too hard. And there's really a happy medium where you're gently pulling back on food volume, decreasing those foods that you know are not building your health, and that you're just challenging yourself out of your comfort zone just enough to improve your health um, and not so much that you suddenly wind up exasperated and overwhelmed. And only you know where that balance is for you and how to make that progress. But focusing on the right thing as the goal will help you get there. I hope that that's been helpful. And I hope that you can tune in again next week for more. Thank you for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this, I'm going to ask you to do a couple of things. First, please leave a review for me. This is how people find the podcast. Secondly, y'all sharing is caring. You can actually easily share this episode or a podcast entirely with a friend. Just text it to them. Lastly, if you're looking for more encouragement and direction from me, go sign up for my free newsletter. It's called The Extra Helping. You can go to www.joyfulweightloss.com. That's joyful spelled with two L's. And then when you're there, click on The Extra Helping to sign up. That's all for now, y'all. Don't forget to be sure you're subscribed and tune in again next week for more.